Alternative Radio. Pre-roll time. The Choose to Comics podcast is proudly brought to you by Inked Marketing Solutions and the Inked Marketing Solutions crowd-funded comic for this here episode. Well, it's coming from Indiegogo, and it's coming from Monty Michael Moore. If you missed the, the Loco Hero Kickstarter... Yep. Well, he's back. He's back on Indiegogo. He's giving people another opportunity because he knows people want it. And it's back and it's back in perfect bound this time. So if you want another prestige format of this book, you know, maybe the first time, maybe you're the, the first time you went and you thought, eh, you know, I don't know. Monty's never written a book f- before. He draws good, but can he write? And then you were just kind of, eh. and then, then you got it and you were like, holy shit, holy shit. Like I was, I mean, I wasn't, skeptical about being a writer but when i got the book i was like holy shit so yes uh having a prestige format of this book oh totally and they're offering eight new covers come on people monty offering eight new covers it's they're gonna be mind-blowing so go over to indiegogo for this one and uh search loco hero and just get on this people get on this uh monty does not displease he does not. As a matter of fact, I just got a Monty Michael Moore Kickstarter in the mail the other day. Mm-hmm. Or it might have been an Indiegogo. I don't remember. Uh, regardless, it was uh, it was the art book, and it's a glorious thing, people. So, yes, Loco Hero, you're getting a second chance on Indiegogo. Check it out now. Brought to you by Inked Marketing Solutions. Podcast recommendations, you ask? Brian Wayne here, co-curator of The Apocalypse, And I know that sounds gnarly. That's because it is gnarly, man. The Apocalypse. What is The Apocalypse? The Apocalypse is a culmination of the gnarliest podcast, independent podcast the internet has to offer. So instead of trying to go to Twitter the next time you uh, need a new podcast to listen to and try to get Twitter famous, podcast recommendations, please. Just think The Apocalypse, man. And it's ironic because The Apocalypse is only the beginning. It's only the beginning. Just go to podchaser.com. It's it's in the top list. The top list in the whole world. So whether you're looking for true crime, sports, uh, role-playing, uh, I don't know, anything, anything. Think of a podcast. It's on the apocalypse. It's like the apocalypse with a D. Hmm. And do not forget to follow the Apocalypse on Twitter as well. Once again, that is the Apocalypse. If you're looking for a podcast recommendation, the Apocalypse is sure to have something for you. again and welcome back to the cheers to comics podcast i'm your host brian wayne and this is episode uh 329 wouldn't you believe it well the 329th episode of the cheers to comics podcast will in fact be a creator corner and the creator that i brought back and cornered for a second time is my man caleb palmquist Caleb, uh, I, I, he crossed my radar, and he's been on the show before. There's no origin story here, people. Go back and find the first interview with Caleb. Listen to all of that. We're not going to get into why he makes comics. I already know all that, um, and I made that information public. Um, so, uh, yeah, now uh, he's, he's got a new thing coming, and it's actually happening right 
now modern mythology you're it's 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 on kickstarter and it's crushing it right now it's already a project that kickstarter loves it's a project that i love i think it's a project that you'll love and that's why i brought kayla back to talk all about it so you know him from unicorn vampire hunter or maybe even uh Slug or Chug Slimothy the Oxlottle. Um, uh, regardless, you're, and if you don't know him, you're 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 fixing to, you're fixing to. Um, he's rather excited about this project, and it made me rather excited. I had a million questions for him, so uh, yeah, let's see if you can count to uh, count all a million. Um, without further ado, I bring to you uh, Caleb Palmquist. All right. Welcome back, Caleb, man. How are you, dude? I'm doing great. Thanks, Brian. Uh, I'm, I'm so glad to have you back. Uh, I, I, this is uh, incredible timing because, you know, as, as you're getting ready to launch your next campaign, I'm getting a mail call not too long ago from your last campaign. So it gives this, uh, this, this, this feeling of you're going to just keep stuff going for us. And it, it, it's, it's great signs as a as a as a new creator and a future creator for sure so with that you know i'm 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 happy to have anybody that shows this type of promise in the community back on the show man and um yeah seriously welcome back it's uh, i i can't wait to to get on and <laughs> do all of this man you've got a you got the next big thing coming dude you got a you got another kickstarter coming man and tell yeah. us about this before i throw us off track with my rambling <laughs> sure. Yeah. So um, the book that I just delivered and in, in uh, you got yours, I still have a handful mm-hmm. left to mail out, but they, they should be coming soon. And, and then the next book I got launching is Modern Mythology, which is uh, another sequel. But um, I did a book called Modern Mythology. I uh, did a Kickstarter two years ago um, that was an anthology book, a collection of a bunch of stories by a bunch of different creators um retelling myths from different cultures but they were set in the modern day or they had a modern twist and then that went really well people liked it and um so shortly after that one got delivered i started talking to some of the people who worked on the first one and they were interested in doing another one and you know we um kind of it's been a slow build over the last couple years building toward this new one we actually ended up having, I believe we have more stories this time than last time. I was originally intending for it to be a slimmer book than, yeah. than the first one. Yeah. But then people kept coming to me with these great ideas uh-huh. and we kept getting uh, more and more people um, on the book. And, and I was, uh, you know, I couldn't say no. So, so there's a, there's a lot of cool stories from a lot of different cultures and a lot of creators from a lot of different countries around the world. And um, we got some people coming back. Like um, last time we had uh, Greg Anderson, Elise, who does Is None of the Were Spider. Mm. Um, he had a, an Is None of the Were Spider story in modern mythology. And at first, when we first started this book, he wasn't sure if he'd have the time but then he came to me and he said he had this perfect idea and uh and he got david brame who who drew the story last time uh, to yeah. come back and so we've got another is none of the were spider story in this book which i'm super excited about um 
and um, and then we've got man. One of the names that stands out to me is Travis Gibb. Yes, yes, Travis Gibb is something of a force in indie comics right now. Seriously, especially I mean, yeah, I mean, you, you could attach his uh, attach his name to anything. I mean, it's it's like Kickstarter gold. It's he's just I don't know. It's immediately it's like having the Kickstarter uh, or uh, what are the projects we love logo on it. Just, right. just bring Travis Gibb onto your project. It's it's like the same thing. Well, uh, he's just it's, uh, he attracts a lot. <laughs> Yeah, no. And he, I mean, he's such a nice guy and, you know, he's come off of a few successful Kickstarters lately. I think, um, he, the latest one was Voodoo Nations and mm -hmm. then he finished up his, uh, broke down and four dead bodies recently. And, and then of course, uh, at the end of last year, he did his Cthulhu in yes. Oz book, which, is funny because I have a story. I participated in two stories on that book and I had never actually participated in an anthology that I didn't run before, but of <laughs> course, and I've been invited, but before, but, but of course, Travis asked me and I couldn't say no to him. So it, it's um, got to feel awesome, man. Like uh, the, all of a sudden, you know, you, you, you do a couple of things. You have some, 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 awesome kickstarters you know you do the first modern mythology um i really started i, I started doing your kickstarters when you know <laughs> fucking chug and you know <laughs> the, uh, the the oxlottle like that's that that was when i was like oh shit this guy he's he's on to something here you know i hadn't realized that you had um uh done the, the the modern mythology before that so you get you have this success you get this following going and then all of a sudden you got other people coming to you saying i want to make your thing bigger i want you to be a part of my thing i mean right. I, I, the, how, describe this feeling for anybody and out there. i mean just your your personal way to take this and I, I how do you take this are you overwhelmed with it are you do you welcome it with open arms where are you at on the spectrum well it's interesting because you know i have been involved in indie comics like in the Kickstarter community in some ways since about 2017, I want to say. And I, okay. um, and I have always really actively tried to be part of that community. And I think there were definitely like, I've, I've always been, I think, I, I think it's always been very welcoming. That's one of the things I really like about uh, indie comics, especially, you know, when you've got people like Walter Osley stands out to oh, me, man. <laughs> or uh, yeah, or Travis is a good example, although I didn't meet him until later. But but, you know, people like that are very welcoming and they don't care if you've done one book or no books or 20 books. You know, they're like um, if you're ready to be part of that community, they're ready to be your friend. And that's really cool. So so I think the difference between then and now is that, of course, like now I've had a few Kickstarters and a few books that have been successful, like, you know, like pretty successful and like people are excited about what I'm doing. And so I think like I have more people talking to me now than I did, but I still feel like, you know, it's not as though I was getting the cold shoulder before I had some success. I definitely, gotcha. you know, like people in this community are welcoming. Are there some people 
who wouldn't give me the time of day before and now want to talk to me. I mean, there's a few, but like, you know, there's a lot of people doing this and like, you know, everybody wants to lift each other up, you know, rising tide and all that kind of stuff. So, you know, I'm, uh, it's fun. It's fun to be invited onto things. It is also, you know, I also have been having to learn to say no, because of course, Mm-hmm. I am horrible at managing my time. And so, and I always want to do everything like yes. every, every project that comes along, I want to do, but of course I do not have time. And I have gotten myself in hot water a few times, you know, trying to, to participate in things or starting too many projects or committing to things where then I end up, you know, just really like wearing myself thin, getting it all done. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, it's, um, it's interesting. I don't know. I, I, yeah, I, I guess I don't know what to say other than it's been fun to, yeah. to get some more attention, but I don't know. I think, I think that this community is welcoming enough yeah. that I didn't need to make it, make it big quote unquote, before I started getting people to talk to me. That's awesome. And the, the reason I bring that up, obviously, because there's a lot of uh, aspiring creators that listen to this podcast from what I understand. So, I mean, uh, it's, it's more of just, uh, you know, lessons to be learned for, you know, the, the, the future creators out there. You know, right. everybody approaches everything differently. And, you know, I mean, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's cool to know. I mean, that, 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 that's very inspiring to know that, you know, it's uh, the, the, the Kickstarter community is that welcoming because in the end, well, to start, it was kind of like the island of misfit comics for a while, you know. Now, all of a sudden, Kickstarter comics are as mainstream as indie comics get for the most part. So, oh, for sure. I mean, we're, we're seeing some really high quality stuff. And I'd like to think, I mean, I don't want to toot my own horn here, but I'd like to think the stuff that I'm making, particularly like Unicorn Vampire Hunter, is meets that level of quality. Oh, uh, it for sure belongs on comic book shelves, man. I mean, it stands out. It's, it's, there's no reason why this would belong. You know, I could think of, you know, uh, I don't know, a half a dozen books in the next five seconds that, you know, shouldn't be on the shelf that this should be in replace of. You know, I mean, it's, and I'm not saying there's books out there that shouldn't be on the shelf. I'm just saying in a world, you know, where there's, there's so much good stuff out there like this, this really, it, it needs to be in the mainstream. It fits in there, the quality, everything about it. I mean, and that's, I don't know, people shouldn't look at Kickstarter comics. And I've, if you've listened to this podcast of, at all i mean I, I i preach this all the time people shouldn't look at kickstarter kickstarter comics as a subpar level of uh um indie creativity anymore i mean it's it's right. just as good as everything else uh, this covid just shook the shit out of everything and people adapted and they said i'm not fucking putting pencils down you know i'm gonna keep yeah. making unicorn vampire hunter and yeah. it's it, yeah i don't know i, I mean I love absolutely it, absolutely i mean it was sort of the unicorn vampire hunter was born like as a actual thing i mean i thought of it a long time ago but it came into existence during the pandemic so and i think that a lot of people have creatively thrived during the mm-hmm. pandemic um what i was going to say is that you know in terms of like the community and like you know people coming up to me and stuff like one thing that i think i've really noticed is that people have started coming to me asking me for advice ah. uh, and not not like a ton it's not a it's not a flood but but you know of course this didn't happen before but now that i'm like you know having some some good kickstarters people Mm -hmm. are like asking me and the thing is i welcome that because 
when I was back in 2017, when I was doing Kickstarters that were not doing well, I was going to people who, and asking for advice. Uh Uh, You know, I mean, hell, Walter Osley, I I consider Walter Osley to be a good friend of mine. And our friendship started because I was bothering him about Mm -hmm. making comics and doing Kickstarters. Yeah. Yeah. Um, That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, once again, I mean, the, the, the community is Walter is I, I love that you, you say his name because I mean, I've actually been somebody that's met Walter as a fan well before I even started a podcast. Uh-huh. And I mean, I've, Metal Shark Bros always been my thing. But um, I mean, so uh, to, to know that people the uh, Walter is just not some guy that does Kickstarters. The point is he has a following. So yeah. to know somebody that I admire that much, like I put Walter on this crazy fucking pedestal mm-hmm. and as, as he deserves to be and he is you know opening his wings for people like yourself to, to come in and it's just i don't know man it never it never ceases to amaze me how incredible this this, this community is i i think that's why i'm still in this not making any money at all on purpose on purpose <laughs> because it's, i fucking love it i love it and it, yeah. it's uh I, I admire it and i admire what you guys put yourselves through you know, and here you are, you know, persevering. And now fucking modern mythology, man, let's talk about this. You know, unfortunately, I, apparently I missed the first one. So uh, before I start, are we going to have the opportunity to get the first one on this Kickstarter as well? Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, of course. So we'll have we'll have the opportunity to get the first one that modern mythology is interesting. Um, it's sort of my foray into the anthology thing. And so mythology is a huge passion of mine. And the anthology thing was kind of an experiment when I did it the first time because obviously anthologies are kind of like a big deal on Kickstarter you know Mm -hmm. there are a lot of them and um and I decided to try to do one and um yeah it's it's different it's different than the other Mm -hmm. stuff that I've done but I'm really passionate about mythology and I think the stories are good when I'm doing modern mythology I'm really representing the work of a team right so it's like you can expect a lot of different things um I wouldn't go into it expecting unicorn vampire hunter because very little of it like very very small percentage of the book is my writing Mm -hmm. um you know because it's so many different teams that are involved right Uh, and so, and I think it's, yeah, I think, yeah. So, but, but yeah, to answer your question, yes. The first book will be available on the Kickstarter as well. The second book, I think the first book is really cool. I think the second book is really stepping it up. I think we, we took it to the next level with the second one. Um, so uh, I am, I'm super excited about it. And um, let's see, what else, what else can I tell you about the book? Well, I mean, let's let's talk about, you know, the the filtration process, possibly of, you know, I mean, you've got all these people coming at you with all these stories. Was there anybody that you had to just say, I mean, you don't need to name anybody by name or anything like that. But I mean, did it get to a point where you're like, okay, we've got enough or "Mm, maybe this doesn't quite fit the bill for what I'm trying to do here? I mean, what, what was the struggle of trying to compile all of these ideas that people are um unsolicited (laughs) all all these unsolicited ideas coming to you i mean what 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 was that struggle like well i mean it's interesting i think um 
I mean, for one thing, this book didn't really have an open solicitation process. I like it's kind of did in the sense that like I spread the word a little bit and let people know that they could submit a story idea, but it wasn't like I didn't go to a huge amount of effort to make it widely open um, just because I, um, you know, I, I, I opened it up to the people who had done the last book and then, and then I asked around and, and some people ended up coming forward with some stories. And yeah, I got, I mean, I got some suggestions, some pitches that I didn't like some of those people I worked with to find a better pitch. Some people, you know, I had to turn away, but, um, I don't know. You know, I, I think people mostly understand and I'm not like some high level publisher, you know, it's not like I got flooded. I mean, it's not like, it's not like, you know, I rejected even 50% of the pitches. Um, like I didn't get that many, but part of that's because I was like particularly going out and asking certain people like Travis mm -hmm. and Katrina and uh, Greg and these other guys that, that I worked with on the book. I mean, I went to them and asked them if they'd like to be on the book. And I know a lot of anthologies don't work that way. You know, they, they'll do like a public pitch and then like collect a lot of people. Um, and, you know, people who are like, I'm sure, um, what is it? Iron Circus or um, there's, there's one of these indie companies out there that does a ton of anthologies and I'm sure they just get flooded. Mm -hmm. uh, and that, and that's just not how I approached it. To me, it was like a community building thing, like among friends. I met new people for this one that I hadn't worked with before, but it's a lot of referrals and, and stuff like that. So for the most part, I didn't reject very many pitches or very many teams for the most part i just worked with them to find something that would work for the book awesome man awesome uh was there one particular story that you got pitched that really stood out to you that said well no matter what happens at least this is getting printed um it's a good question i don't I, mean to like put anybody else on the spot no. that wasn't that creator but i mean no 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 okay so juan espinoza um pitched a story that he had come up with already um, and, but decided that it would be perfect for modern mythology. And I was like honored that he, that he wanted to, you know, publish it through modern mythology. And it's a, it's about um, a werewolf or a, uh, I'm going to not pronounce this correctly. Uh, Galapote or Galapote. I don't know. I wouldn't know the difference. I would. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, but I, I feel bad, but I, but it, so it's, you know, it's about, um, it's about a, a guy who, who turns into a wolf and, uh, and it's, um, it's just like a really cool story. And it's, um, it was exciting. That was one of the early stories that got submitted to me. And I was, um, and it's like a big story and, uh, and it's super fun. Um, and I think that was, in, in this new volume, the first story that came to me where it was like, wow, you want to put this in my book and not just, mm -hmm. you know, publish this on your own as your own thing. Like, but he wanted to, and that was just like super exciting and flattering. And, and I think that's like with a lot of these stories, um, you know, cause, cause when I've done modern mythology before, and when I did it this time, I was like, look, you know, you, as long as it fits within the theme of the book, like 
if you've got characters that you're passionate about or, you know, you want to have a tie-in to, to what you're doing, that's okay. Like Katrina Kunstman um, has a story about Loki and mm-hmm. Katrina writes about Loki all the time. It's like constantly drawing Loki, like Katrina's own version of Loki. And, uh, and so this is a story all about Loki owning a cat cafe. I'm, I'm seeing this, uh, this variant cover here, man. And uh, yeah, no, I'm <laughs> automatically it's, has me interested. Oh yeah. It's great. It's super charming and it's fun. And it's like, that's, uh, you know, like this version of Loki and like the whole concept and personality is like really a Katrina invention. And so I was really honored that, you know, that was going to be included and, and, um, you know, then Greg came back to me and he's gotten his Nana story, which of course is very personal to him. And like, and that just really, really elevates the book. And then, um, so, I mean, like every story in the book I'm excited about. And like, of course, you know, every story it's like, even, even though, you know, I know that like I've had, I'm, I'm, I'm getting more successful. I, I, I don't know if I consider myself like super successful, but I'm, but you know, people, more people know me and want to work mm-hmm. with me, but still I'm like, people who want to come and like, you know, submit stories to this. I'm like, damn, you really, you want to do that? You want to like put your story in my book? And like, you know, I'm just like, I'm just, I think humbled by all these creative people wanting to be part of something that I'm doing. So I think probably that's part of the reason why this book is bigger than the last one. Cause I like, you know, what am I going to do? Say no. you like, they want to do all this work and have this fun story in my book. <laughs> yeah no that, that that's uh that's awesome man i i love that you're, you're you're open to that you know you're open to saying okay you know what this is maybe a little bit bigger than i planned and that's not just something you can say because that costs money right you know that, that i mean that that, that that means something it's not just okay everybody gets a bigger book now no now you have to take a lot of things into consideration you know it's yeah. it's I don't know, man. It, I, I'm loving it. I, I'm loving your openness to this. I, I'm I'm really enjoying what I'm seeing here, just based off of these uh these these teaser covers here. <laughs> Getting a taste of the, the type of art that's going to be within this book, and I don't know. I'm I'm an admirer of mythology for sure, absolutely. So I I, I to, to put it in with the modern twist, I love it. Was there one particular? Uh, I mean, well, I'm sure you have a couple stories at least in here, right? Or at least one, well, right? Um, so I wrote one story in the book and I drew one story in the book okay. that someone else wrote. Awesome. Oh, I like that. Who did you so, draw for? Uh, I drew for... Um, um, oh, my goodness. <laughs> I put you on the spot. Um, <laughs> Like I'm gonna be uh, like a total jerk here. Why am I? This is like some a good friend of mine. Um, uh, one second, Alex. Um, sorry, my brain is on the. Oh, fruit. you're okay, man. No worries. Let's see. Um, it's hot out, dude. <laughs> Alex. Alex Lewis. Um, Alex Lewis. Gotcha. Alex Lewis wrote and drew a story in the first modern mythology book. She's a very cool British artist, cartoonist. Um, who has, uh, who's, I think, flying under the radar, but won't be flying under the radar for long. And um, she's a good friend of mine. And she wrote and drew a story for the first book. And then for the second book, she just didn't have time. She had, um, she's like been busy with a lot of, a lot of stuff. And she recently had a kid and, and she wanted to participate. And I was like, well, what if, I know you don't have time to draw a story. I was like, what if you 
wrote a story and I'll draw it. And she was like, wow, you do that? And I was like, well, yeah, 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 yeah. That's now, awesome. Now, you know, I mean, I drew Chug the axolotl. So I like, <laughs> I draw. I'm not like, I'm oh, no I love draw, style, man. You know, I love it. But well, I appreciate that. I appreciate I hope I hope that people will like will will like what I'm doing. This story is a little more serious than uh than Chug the Axolotl, but um <laughs> but yeah, I'm uh so I so I wrote a story, I co-wrote a story and I and I drew a story and um and then of course this book has I, I guess I didn't talk about this. The first book had the concept was that there were going to be these sort of textbook pages as if this were a mythology textbook Okay. Uh, before and after each story. And each of those um, would give the background of the myth, like the cultural background, the historical background, what was the original myth about, what adaptations were made, um, you know, like where in the world the myth was from. And we're coming back with that. We're doing the same thing. Um, and, uh, we're, we're changing up the design a little bit, but it's the same concept, which is that this book is going to give you not only this adaptation, but also the background, the information about where does the myth come from? What's the culture of that myth, you know, and stuff like that. So you, there's like, hopefully if you read this, you'll, you'll learn a little bit about the myths that these stories are coming from. Awesome, man. I, I have faith. I do. <laughs> I, I, I don't know, man. I, 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 I dig this. I like the whole concept of this. I like taking things that we know and putting modern twists on things. I've always enjoyed that because, I mean, I, as crazy as these, these myths are, you know, what's almost equally as crazy as right now. <laughs> so <laughs> to, to, to pin these myths in right now, I just, I don't know. I, th I think it's a recipe for entertainment. And um, I, I, I very much forward or I look forward to reading this. I, I really do. Um, the, the, the creators that you have attached to this, it's just, oh, man, <laughs> uh, I'm excited. I, I really am. Um, how uh, how thick is this book going to be? Plan on? Um, let's see, uh, man, off the top of my head, I'm going to um, I'm, I'm I couldn't tell you exactly the page count. Um, okay. But the I, it's going to be pretty damn close to two hundred pages. Now, don't oh, quote sure. me on that, because damn. I'm going to have to I'm going to have to figure out exactly the count. But yeah, it's like the last one was I think around one hundred and seventy pages, and this one has more stories than that one did. Awesome. Um, so it's going to be this is going to be a thick book. It's going to have a lot of stuff in it and uh, a lot of good stories. Um. So, you know, and I'm trying, I'm, I'm going to be offering it at like the, the most reasonable price point that I can, mm -hmm. um, you know, I'm, I'm trying to, um, trying to get something cool into people's hands. You know, of course, like the price thing is always, I mean, man, we could talk all day long about prices on Kickstarter and who, charges Seriously. And who it, it, doesn't charge enough. It, it's crazy. I mean, I, I get a book from you and I feel like, okay, no, this is about what I would want to pay for a comic book that I have, you know, I mean, 
But then uh, there, there's some I go to like, hey, back my Kickstarter. I'm like $25 for the digital. <laughs> what? You know, I mean, right. it, it's it, it, I, I don't understand where people pull these numbers from. You know, it's 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 the Wild West on Kickstarter as far as pricing goes. You never know what to expect. But I will it, say it, one it, thing yeah. when it comes to your Kickstarters, man, I am I never have to go. Ah, <laughs> OK. What am I not eating this week? <laughs> it's right. it's always very very reasonable, and if anything, almost a steal. If you would say, you might put yourself in the. Eh, do you charge enough? But I'm not gonna bitch. I'm not gonna. Right. Bitch. I appreciate that. I think I think it's a battle. I mean, because of course, like I think that you know, there's always a temptation to charge more because you're worried that you're not gonna make enough money and you want to recoup your costs and everything. Um, but, you know, I do want the book to be in people's hands. I want people to read it and I want people to enjoy it. And, uh, you know, if I if I price them out, they're just not going to. Right. Um, so but yeah, I think it's a pretty big book. And uh, and I probably made it bigger than I should have. Mm-hmm. And I'm probably not going to be charging as much money as I should. But, you know, hopefully people will enjoy it. And uh, and you'll get a chance to pick up both books and a course. As with all my Kickstarters, you know, you'll get a chance to pick up my other books. And I'm hoping that, you know, people have a chance to check out Unicorn Vampire Hunter, which, of course, you know, that's still chugging along. We um, the artist is starting this week as we speak. Well, I suppose by the time this is going out to people, he'll already be deep into it. But he's starting (laughs) art. Nice. um, For issue three. And so you know, that keeps chugging along and, uh, and it's looking good. And, um, so yeah, hopefully, hopefully people, uh, check out the book and they can pick out, pick up whatever, whatever they like of the other stuff that I've done. And, and, uh, and of course, you know, um, I hope my big hope is that, you know, if you pick up modern mythology and there's a story in there that you like from a a creative team, that you hadn't read before that you go and check out their other stuff. Yes. Yes. And that's one of the beautiful things about doing these Kickstarter anthologies. It's not just like, Hey, look at all these people that I put together. I mean, it's, it's, it really is an active community because you're giving more people a chance to get discovered through other creators, audiences, eyes. Like someone might come on and go, Oh, I'm jumping on this, you know, for Travis Gibb, but Holy shit. Who the hell is, you know, David Brain? You know, now I'm a David Brain fan too. Like it, it, it's a beautiful thing, mythologies. It's, I don't know, man. Uh, I, I, I love the concept of, um, I, you know, I, I mean, anytime someone says I'm putting together a mythology, I'm like, oh, someone's getting noticed, you know, because I just, I just want to see people succeed in this damn industry, man. And I don't know, you're one of those people for sure, absolutely, 100. percent And now you're helping. You're help, You're you're a catalyst for others to succeed. And I will, oh, I will say a word of warning for anyone wanting to put together an anthology, though. It is an enormous amount of work. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, making comics is always an enormous amount of work, but putting together an anthology is, is a beast. Um, What's the biggest struggle with that? For anybody that wants to know, what's the biggest headache when putting together an anthology? You to I mean, it's the fact that, you know, you got 30 people you're trying to organize and, you know, you gotta, you gotta be following up with them and you gotta be tracking people down and, um, time management, man. 
time I time management. Imagine, I can't imagine the time management that goes into um <laughs> you know just ringing in all all of these different creators of all different types and all different places of the world and time zones and all other stuff to collaborate to bring it all together at one deadline and so what I, what I would say is if you're going to put together an anthology plan on it taking a long time mm -hmm. plan on setting deadlines that are actually well before you need stuff um, just because you know if i say if i was waiting for every team to finish their stories by um the launch date of the of the campaign then i would end up with a bunch of stories that weren't complete um just because you know, everyone has their own stuff going on and, you know, it's not to call anyone out, but, you know, like I've been late on deadlines mm -hmm. and, um, you know, stuff happens. So if you just make sure that everything is done way before you need it, then it's not going to be a problem. I mean, some of the people, because of that, because I started so early, some people who worked on this book finished their stories like a year ago. Ah, um, wow. And so those were the people that were like really on top of it, you know? Mm -hmm where it's like, I accepted their pitch, I approved their script. And then like, boom, they were done with the whole thing. And then it's like, wow, okay. Um, they got more shit to do. <laughs> they, got, they got more stuff to do. And it's like, that's great. And you know, they had to wait for a while for this to be published, but at least it's done and I don't have to worry about them, yep. you know? And, um, and so, uh, yeah, I would just say, give yourself plenty of time. I mean, I, I've been, this, this one has been a, a really slow burn. It's been coming for a long time. I mean, um, but hopefully, hopefully it will have been, uh, it will have been worth it. And hopefully, you know, people enjoy the book and, and, uh, and they get to check out some people. And, and, you know, if you don't know, you know, if you're not a fan of Katrina Kunzman or Travis Gibb or Juan Espinosa or David Brame or, uh, Camry Lapka, then you will be. You will be. You will be. You will be after this. <laughs> yeah. And you should be, because those are all, all the people I just mentioned are friggin' superstars. Beast, man. Absolute beast. I'm looking at this David Brain cover, and um, I, have, I, have, I have a lot of questions as to why his name is not in everybody's mouth. You know, yeah. I mean, it's, 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 I'm, <laughs> and I, I, I'm not taking away from anything else at all. Like, all of these covers look amazing. But the, this particular David Brame cover really stands out to me. And so David Brame is a friggin' force. And I, uh, I first encountered David Brame when he did a story for the first Modern Mythology. And I, every Unicorn Vampire Hunter book that I've done so far and will continue in the future has a variant cover by David Brame because he look at him. He's amazing. <laughs> uh, and uh he is he's just super talented he's done a lot of cool stuff and yeah if you don't know david brain you got to check out david brain because he's killing it he is he's amazing and like if people aren't like having death matches fighting for the right to get him to draw them stuff then they should be or they will be soon mm -hmm. um, yeah because he's awesome yeah, he's looking like he's going to be expensive here any day now. <laughs> oh yeah, no, for sure, for sure. That that's what that's the that's the that's the mark of success with the artist, right? If I can't afford him anymore, then yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sad as that is, but at the same time, that's 
that's what in the end that's what we want right we want to elevate oh yeah that's what that's what we want if i'm if i'm working with an artist and then i lose them to like a big publisher like getting paid a lot of money then that's fantastic yes you 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 gotta take a yeah no that's a great thing for everybody there that's a great thing um man was i i i have to ask in the in the second volume here um i'm not saying what the, the, the uh, you know attached to the creative team itself but the, was there one uh, mythological story out there that you were so glad somebody pitched like oh finally someone had an idea for this one that's a good question um i mean i i can't uh, there, there's a, I there's a billion mean, of them out there so i mean it's it's got to be overwhelming you know to, to how you know yeah. to, like pick off favorite myth but um yeah i don't know man i think i think the one that i was excited there's a john henry story in the book okay that um that was unexpected i wasn't expecting a john henry story yeah well i mean i wasn't expecting a john henry story (laughs) that was a a very surprised okay but immediately you have my attention because that's uh that that's an unbelievable story that stuck with me since it was told to me i mean elementary school so i mean right who's attached to that one um let me just just so that i am pulling it up just so that i don't Mm. get it wrong because i have there are a lot of teams and i feel bad that i don't off the top of my head remember which oh uh, i I wouldn't no there's no judgment there man that's (laughs) uh, i just want to make sure i would feel so bad if i accidentally said the wrong person okay yeah, this is who I thought it was. It's Matthew Cund and Noah Ray. Matthew. Oh my, that's why. Are you kidding? Those are my dudes. <laughs> the Dino <laughs> Thrashers. <laughs> yep, yep. That's so cool. They would. They're doing the John Henry story. Yep. Oh yep. man, uh, they, they those guys would be the guys to throw it out, throw that out there. I admire those guys so much. I yeah, love no, they're, Dino they're Thrashers. They're incredible dudes. Incredible dudes. I just had them on the podcast not long ago again to return so it's uh, that's, that's badass man you're stacked dude you are so stacked with creators <laughs> oh yeah they're not yeah. even on, like they're, they're a part of the and many more on the billing <laughs> no <laughs> no right. Ray, not code, and many more <laughs> i need oh, well, shit. <laughs> it's funny there's so many there's there's so many people that are attached to i mean i could run down the list and tell you everybody that's attached because there are there are very there's a lot of very cool people um but, uh, but it is, you're right, it is stacked. Now, w- when you go to visit the Kickstarter page, which um, I, I believe that by the time this airs, it'll be live. Um, mm-hmm. So you, when you go to the Kickstarter page, you can, that, that has information about every, every single team and every story that's in the book. Because um, there are a lot of them. And I think that probably if you're into indie comics and you've been around the Kickstarter community at all, there's gonna be people that you recognize um in this book and uh yeah for sure for sure so it's uh it's worth worth checking out the list because i could go down you know if if, you know if if we wanted to make this a two-hour podcast i could go down the list and and talk about every story and and like how much i admire the creators and and what each story is about why i'm excited about that story um Oh, but you know, I, I don't, I don't want to keep you here all day. So but <laughs> definitely, you know, if you, if you've gotten this far in the podcast, 
um, and you're interested in learning about the entire team and everyone who's on the book, please go to the Kickstarter and look at it because, you know, there's a ton of, of super cool people just like, um, Noah and Matt and all of these people, all of these people. Oh yeah. I, yeah. Um, yeah, my, I, you continue to elevate my excitement as this conversation progresses, Caleb. Like I went into this excited just because you are making something new. You know, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm very much a fan of what you've done. I love that you, the joy that you've brought to my family. I have the chug postcard displayed <laughs> proudly and studio cerebro here. I mean, I, I, I really am a fan and I, I cannot wait to crack open this unicorn vampire hunter number two here. And like I said, I was telling you beforehand, I didn't even, I, I, I had the, the, the Gemini mailer here sitting here in front of me for just way too long. So I wanted, you know, my, my, my seven-year-old to be able to open it, but I, ah, I want to see what else is in here, you know? And dude, uh -huh. like I, you pull out the book and then behind the book are these four incredible high quality prints. And I don't know, man, you just know how to please, you know how to please you, you, you give, you give the bang for the buck. That's for sure. Do you have, uh, I mean, what kind of other Kickstarter goodies do you have planned out with, uh, with the modern mythology? Well, what I have found over my experimentation with Kickstarter goodies is that people do like trading cards and die cut stickers. Yes, they do. Um, and I, I love them because you can flat pack them and they're easy to, to send. Mm -hmm. uh, and they don't so weigh much. They don't weigh much. They don't add anything. They don't make it more expensive to ship. Yep. Um, I can put them in a Gemini mailer. So with Modern Mythology, we have a set of six trading cards um, that were all drawn by Megan uh, Huang. I don't, I hope that I'm pronouncing her name correctly. I would say that was probably right. Um, and uh, she did a really good job with the uh with the trading cards they look really cool and on the back there's going to be some info about the the characters that the that they're based on and every trading card is a character from one of the stories in the book mm -hmm. and then the other thing that we've got is <laughs> a die cut sticker that's zeus wearing a suit and it I says it. daddy i love it <laughs> i love it man uh, oh who, who designed that was that it uh, jonathan that fisher Jonathan Fisher, who has done, he also did the die cut stickers for my unicorn campaigns that have been very popular. And, oh man! Uh, and I, he's got a knack for making just these hilarious stickers that that people seem to enjoy. So I'm super excited about that. Uh, uh, well, you you've automatically tarnished my uh, my my the, the way I perceive Zeus from here on out. So did your best. It's gnarly. Yeah, I love it, dude. It's uh, I love a laugh, man. If, if I if I can get a giggle out of any project, it's automatic, one hundred percent. This was worth every fucking penny, and I haven't even backed it yet. It's not out yet as we speak, but I know that I'm I'm gonna get what I want out of this, just because uh, I don't know, man. Uh, you know then, how to deliver. Uh, yeah, yeah, man. I'm I'm excited. And then the other thing that I'm doing that I didn't do with the first one is that there's different covers to choose from, and I've. And I have gone back and forth on variant covers on whether or not I want to do them. Um, and uh, it really has been like about whether or not people are interested. And what I found with Unicorn Vampire Hunter is that people are interested. People like having a choice. Mm 
of the cover and and it's an excuse for me to get some extra artists on the on on the books that I'm doing you know getting uh some cool art from other artists that I wouldn't have otherwise gotten I mean you got Hoyt Silva doing a cover for you here man like it's yeah <laughs> Hoyt, so cool. Hoyt is amazing I mean yeah. talk about like Hoyt's up there with Walter Osley in terms of like just cool dudes that make the community better and are super talented. Um, and uh, I love Hoyt and yeah, he came on to do a cover and he's done some work for me before, but I'm really just a fan of his. I mean, mm -hmm. everything that he's done, like Mongrel and Last Stop. Oh man, mm -hmm. that stuff is awesome. Um, yeah. But yeah, so there's four covers for the book. We've got the, the Megan Huang cover of Anubis, uh, Katrina Kunzman's cover of Loki, Hoyt Silva did an Ibisu cover, and then, of course, David Brame did the Abby Yo-Yo cover. Oh. Um, and so you get to choose. You get to choose a cover, or if you really want, you can get all four. And, um, you know, so, but that's about it. You know, just some different covers, some trading cards, some... Thank you, man. So, um, oh, and actually, I should mention this because as we speak, we've also got um, Greg Anderson Elise is running a uh, is not of the Wear Spider Kickstarter. Oh, uh, okay. And he's got a Kickstarter called Birthday Day, I think is what it's called. And it's a new, it's sort of like a prequel to is not of the Wear Spider. And we actually have a print that because he's done in his Nana the Wear Spider story for modern mythology as well, we have a special print that we're offering to people who back both campaigns. All um, right. And the, oh, yeah. the, the print was drawn by um, Daryl Toe, who is the artist on modern, uh, Unicorn Vampire Hunter. <laughs> and oh, yeah. he, he's drawn um, is Nana the Wear Spider hanging out with uh, the monkey king his interpretation of the monkey king um like modern day monkey king so it's like um he he had done a pinup for the first modern mythology that was his version of monkey king and now we've got this new pinup it's monkey king hanging out with his non-aware spider it's super fun and that we are offering just to people who back both campaigns uh and if you're interested in his non-aware spider you know um like obviously it's a no-brainer to back yeah. both but if you've never heard of it, at the very least, you ought to go check out Greg's campaign because his Not of the Wear Spider is like next level stuff. Um, yeah, man. Yes. I, I love that when campaigns combine their powers together to 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 influence backing of, I don't know, man. I I love it. I I've I'm I've always been a fan of it. Yeah, I I, I supported a hundred percent. So it's not on the wear spider. I uh, I'm gonna have to well, I would imagine there's going to be some sort of a link in your Kickstarter to, to remind oh, yeah. people of this as well. So, oh, right for on. sure. Yeah. No, if you check it out, there, there's going to be a link, and uh, and uh, and and we'll we'll make sure to let you know how to do it. And and uh, you know, it's um, yeah, yeah, it'll be there. Um, so for sure, check that out. That's like an additional reward. And then probably, um, if we haven't set it up already, usually I wait to announce stretch goals until we get to the goal. Now this is going to be, we're recording this uh, before the launch. So mm -hmm. who knows how close we'll be to the goal when this airs, but 
um, usually around the time I'm getting close to the goal, I announce a stretch goal and I, the stretch goal this time around is going to be Prince. I, that's usually my, my standard stretch goal um, because, mm-hmm. because people tend to like it and, you know, and it's something that you don't have to pay any extra for. You just get, yeah. um, you know, if it gets to be uh, to, to get to our stretch goal. So we'll see, we'll see how that goes, but I'm excited. There's a lot of cool stuff you can get. And um, yeah. Yeah. That's awesome, man. I'm excited, Caleb. I I, am. I I dig this. I can't wait to continue to back this. I would imagine, you know, there's, there's, there's still more myths to tell. So I, I don't know. I look forward to everything that you're doing with this, man. This is uh this really is exciting stuff. These, these, you're so stacked. You're still stacked with all these. Girls. <laughs> it's like not fair to the other Kickstarters going on at this time. Uh, it's, uh, um, when does the uh, Kickstarter end? Okay, so it starts oh, the 26th, I, I believe. It starts on June 24th. 24th, okay. And so it's going to be 30 days after that. And I should really have, I should have come with that answer prepared. But it would want- be the, it would be the, the 24th because there's only 30 days in June. Ah, yep. 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 So awesome. July, July 24th. Sweet. Um, yep. Oh man. I, I'm this is, this is exciting stuff. Um, obviously I'm going to have all the links in the description and the show notes. So there's no excuse. There's no excuse not to head on over to Kickstarter and back this modern mythology. I, hmm. I can't wait to see what, what what type of myths get dug up out of there's there's a particular reason I wasn't too inquisitive about oh what myths are gonna be told because I mean I, I want to go in this just as surprises everyone else but to know that John Henry is gonna be a part of that <laughs> and the creative well, team behind it ah geez. I will say one of the to me one of the most exciting things is the myths that I hadn't even heard of because it's open. Mm-hmm. The whole concept is it's myths from all around the world and not just the classic ones that like sort of Western audiences are more familiar with. But, right. you know, we've we've got uh, South American myths, African myths, uh, like Asian myths, like all sorts of all sorts of different myths from around the world. And a lot of them that I either hadn't heard of or wasn't super familiar with. And so that was actually super cool for me. And of course I, you know, I wrote, all, I, I, I wrote all these pages that are, you know, the background information on some of them, you know, it was easy. Like if I'm writing about, you know, Loki, for example, like I know all about, I'm, I'm like obsessed with, uh, you know, Norse myth. So like, of course that, that one was easy, but like, then, you know, some of these other myths from, from different places, uh, I, you know, I had to do some research and, and that was exciting for me. And, and hopefully, you'll learn about a myth that you never even heard of um, as you read this book. I dig it, man. I dig it. Uh, it's, hmm. I think that's kind of, I mean, that's never a bad goal to have going into something is, Oh, I want to get something new out of this. I mean, Jesus Christ. I mean, it's not going to hurt anybody. I, I, I love it. I keep saying that, but that's because I mean it. Caleb, I think I've taken, more than enough of your time now, man. I, I am so appreciative of your time and what you continue to do for the comic book community, Kickstarter, um, other creators out there. It's just, you're a force yourself, man. And uh, okay. I can't, <laughs> um, I, I guess I have to ask, do you have any cons that you plan on visiting at all this year now that they're kind of starting to pop up in case anybody wants to come by and shake your hand? That is an excellent question. 
Not many so, people have been able to answer that entirely yet because it's still so up in the air. Yeah, you know, it's there's a couple that I'm still deciding on. Um, the one, if anyone listening happens to live in Eastern Washington, um, I'll definitely be at Lilac City Comic Con, which is this right. Comic Con. Um, I might be at Rose City Comic Con in Portland. Um, I have to figure out if the timing is going to work out for me on that one. Um, other than that, I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to figure it out. You know, it's, it's weird because in 2019, I hit a stride with comic cons. I went to like 10 in 2019, Hmm. uh, which for me was a lot. Yeah. Um, And, and then of course, 2020 came and I didn't, of course, didn't go to a single one. Um, and so I don't know if there there probably were a few before the pandemic hit in the beginning of 2020, but C two E two was the only one. Ah, uh, okay, yeah. Was so it? I didn't I didn't go to that, and then I was, and then it was you know the pandemic hit, and so now I'm trying to trying to get back into it, but it's you know kind of tentative first steps, and you know nobody really knows what to expect, but um, hmm. but I'm trying. I, I I'm I'm waiting to hear back from Emerald City too in Seattle. I would I would definitely go to that one if they. Heck yeah. Accepted me. Um, so awesome, man. So you, you definitely have plans on getting out there again. Cause I know there's a few creators that, you know, I, I is still kind of iffy about it this year, but and I mean, understandably still, I guess, but, but I, it's nice to know that we're, we're, we're getting out there and just to even have that conversation of do you plan on it? Knowing it is a possibility is just an exciting thing for myself. I mean, so. Yeah. Look, I miss, I miss doing cons and I'm, I'm all backed up. So I'm ready to get out there, you know, yeah, um, not sure what to expect, but I'm excited about it. And I hope, I hope to, you know, see some old friends and make some new friends and, yes. uh, you know, cause that's, uh, obviously, you know, you can make friends through the community on the internet, but there's nothing like hanging out with mm-hmm. a bunch of people who make comics in person, like heroes con, um, is like, is a whole adventure in itself yeah uh, and uh so, so you know i'd love to get back to something like that but we'll, but we'll see so yeah the to, to answer your question yes i plan on going <laughs> to cons exactly which ones yet outside of the one that's like literally down the street from my house i'm not sure yet understood understood man um yeah no we're all just still trying to figure it out right now but uh yeah i'm it's all amazing stuff caleb once again thank you so much for your time and i think i took a a little bit more than I planned, but I wasn't, I, I don't, I don't want anybody to miss any of this stuff. And I don't think any of this stuff was unnecessary conversation at all. I, I, I loved every minute of this. So once again, thank you. I'll let you get back to doing what you got to do, man. Bring wrangling up all these, uh, <laughs> all these creators and getting it done. Um, really thank you uh i look forward to the next time we get to talk man i look forward to issue three of unicorn vampire hunter i look forward to all of this so you're golden man thank you thank you um we'll talk soon brother you stay safe thanks cheers why can't he put you in the shark you can't grapple a ghost (laughs) fucking obviously (laughs) he's a ghost you can't
grapple a ghost! Beans, cross a kid! There's only a dead body in Exactly! Hey, fool, sometimes when you do some crime, people die, and it's okay. We're the Broken Lords. We provide the finest actual play RPG-related nonsense this side of the internet. Follow us on Twitter at Lords Broken, and give us a listen on any major podcasting platform. Ah, uh, well, there you have it. Another episode in the books. Episode 329. Another creator, consider him cornered. Caleb, consider Caleb a creator that's cornered. <laughs> Look at me go. The tip of the tongue, the tip of the lips. Um, yeah, it's it's. I, I enjoy talking to this dude. He's he's super fun. He, uh, he... Mm, what what he brings to the table, his imagination, he just it, it it excites me, and that's that's why he's back again to talk for a second time. Um, so yes, thank you all. I I please go check out Modern Mythology, the 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 second chapter in it all. It's uh, it sounds amazing. I know I'm going to. I just backed it, as a matter of fact. So uh, yeah, there you go. Remember, while you're out there doing nice things and backing Kickstarters and supporting uh, independent comic book creators, you can head on over to Apple Podcasts. What's well, kind of where you're already at right now, more than likely, according to my numbers. Um, and uh, yeah, drop a drop a five star review, man. Um, uh, let us let us. It's just me. There's nobody else. There's no behind the scenes crew. There's no producers or engineers. And you could probably tell. <laughs> Um, but uh, yeah, let, let me know. I say us as in the, 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 the royal us, dude. Um, yeah, man, leave those five-star reviews. And you could do that on Apple Podcasts or uh, podchaser.com or anywhere else you could leave a five-star review. Remember, if you happen to be traveling through Newcastle, Wyoming, the, the greatest comic book shop that I haven't been into yet uh, seems to exist there. So head on over to Nerds Forever and check them out. Oh, and also I've uh, <laughs> I'm getting their uh, their uh, <laughs> website wrong. It is 307 Nerds the number four ever dot com. 307 Nerds Forever dot com with the number four. Check them out, man. Uh, seriously, it's the best customer service I've dealt with in all of comic books. So just take my word for it. I promise you. I haven't steered you wrong yet, right? Um, so yes, thank you all for checking this out. Remember that I, uh, command that you stay safe and read responsibly. Cheers, f f f f fuckers You're listening to Cheers to Comics podcast. Hey, everyone. I'm Monty Michael Moore, and this is the Cheers to Comics podcast with Brian Wayne. This is Drew Zucker. You're listening to Cheers to Comics podcast. This is Mark Russell, and you're listening to the Cheers to Comics podcast. Good morning. Brian Wayne here to tell you about my new podcast, The Real Brains. The Real Brains podcast is a show coming out daily dedicated to the everyday struggle of just the average human being. From troubles with rage to uh, anecdotes about uh, very strange human interactions, this podcast really is just a uh, 
somebody that's all too familiar with the struggle, I'm here to let you know that you are not alone. So come laugh at uh, our pain together every single weekday, every place you can catch a podcast. Check out The Real Brains with Brian Wayne. Remember, stay sane.